Hello, Paul. Hello. Hello. Happy, what day is it? Monday. 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 It's been an interesting weekend. Yeah. Uh, OpenAI have been a bit crazy. But anyway, yeah. I need to say hello. I am somewhere between persevering with an AI-enabled startup and pivoting to opening a sock factory. Seems <laughs> <laughs> like a good idea to me. <laughs> Although you can get AI-powered socks. So you maybe can. we could smash the two together. <laughs> hey, what do you need AI socks for what do they do <laughs> well you know what I wish it was just something really funny but it's not it's meant to be assisting with like uh, dementia and autism so alright the mind boggles yeah um, good luck to them <laughs> AI powered socks send signals to assist, assist dementia or an autism patients right okay yeah right. so there you go a bit bad for laughing at them now I know but anyway <laughs> anyway um, anyway we are meant to start with a story. I don't have a story, yeah. so yeah. I've got a song. Hang on, I haven't done my between, right, sorry. between yeah. yet. Yeah, do it. Go for it. Go for it. I'm somewhere between building a range cooker hood <laughs> and about 25 million chrome tabs. <laughs> <laughs> what a way to spend your life. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to start with a story. Um, I haven't got a story. Have you got a story? No, not really. No. All right. So, Unless you are aware about building a cooker hood, but it's not the most I don't, exciting thing I don't think world. that's on brand, Paul. <laughs> no, don't forget it. Meat, meat puppets will give you some great tips on how to build a cooker hood for a range cooker, because we're middle class. <laughs> I don't know why I said range cooker. I don't know how else to describe it. I don't have a range, actually. Just let's get that clear. <laughs> anyway, so I've got a song. All right. Yeah, all right. You ready? Here you go. Yeah. Here you go. Hi, hi, generative AI. It's insightful and delightful here to help you and I. Those boring tasks, we're finally saying goodbye. Singing, Welcome to the Age of AI. Welcome to the Age of AI. And I'll stop it there because that's under yeah. 30 seconds. Oh, shame. It didn't quite get going, but yeah, okay. <laughs> so that's, uh, I would say, quite possibly the worst use of AI I could possibly think of. <laughs> um, uh, no offence to Adama Shah, who is CTO and founder of HubSpot. Right. <laughs> but apparently that's what he used to open their conference. Right. Um, so, yeah, pretty awful use of AI, I'd say. <laughs> um, but anyway, I just thought I'd put that in there. I found it quite funny. Um, yeah. And I think it lies, that song, as well. Because since we've started doing AI, the amount they yeah. change it, I think there's far more boring tasks you need to no. do. <laughs> what? Tell me about it. It's just generated yeah. its own new level of bullshit, really. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, last episode, we ran out of time, didn't we? Or should I say yeah, we recorded we... overtime? Yes. And we did actually last week record a load of stuff um, about some new audio tools. So we're going to wrap that into this week's. And the plan was this week to do it all about audio. Mm -hmm. But then bloody OpenAI decided to go and have a big event Yeah, last week, which kind of upended yeah. everything. Yeah. I mean, if we'd have checked the calendars like you're supposed to do, we should have known that was coming up, really. Yeah, I know. But everyone has an announcement every other week, don't they? And it's well, like, true. He's like, okay, oh yeah, we've we've got a new model, but is it any good? Yeah. But a full time job just to keep up with all that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. So I'll just quickly tell you what was announced. 
So they've got a new context length of 128,000 tokens. Now, if you don't know yeah. what a token is, that doesn't make any sense. But it's the amount of words. So a token is roughly one word. It's not really, but it's kind of that. So right, it's, yeah. the, it's the length of the prompts you can put in. Yeah, okay. So if you're using big words, like, supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. <laughs> How many tokens is that? Is there a token measurer somewhere? <laughs> uh, maybe there should be, Paul. <laughs> um, so apparently that's uh, roughly equivalent to about 300 pages of a book. Right. And, but that is, that is what you input and what it can output is a maximum of 128,000 tokens. I think it used to be 32,000 tokens on the old model mm. before last week. So that's quite mm. a big jump. Um, there is a token measurer. Is there? Yep. OpenAI super... have got one called Tokenizer. What's supercalifragilisticexpialidocious? How many tokens? You're going to ask me. But I need to go to chat GPT and ask yeah. it how you spell that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'll do it while you're, you're chatting. Right. Okay. So uh, while you do that, so uh, they've dropped the price by two or three times per API call. So it's cheaper than it was before. And yeah. also, they're, they're, in, they're enabling these. It's not on the list, this, but I know they're enabling these things called functions. So, um, make, meaning you have to make less API calls. Put really simply, an API call is mm. like another program talking to another program and asking it for some information. So, um, if you have to make less API calls, you get charged less. So, right. a function such as, say you're in, you're in a car, I know you like cars, Paul. Yeah. Um and the two functions are close window put on aircon. Mm -hmm. In the old world that'll have been two API calls. Mm -hmm. But now you can create a function which maybe is called aircon which does both of those things. So right. then you only have to make one API call which is turn on the aircon which automatically shuts the window. It's part of the same thing. So it's it's two or three times less cost and plus you have to do less okay. use it use it less. They've got multimodal expansion. So multimodal means that it can now do different things. And by that, I mean, originally, um, ChatGPT was a large language model. So you put text in, you get text out. Right. Um, but now they've folded in DALI 3, which is image generation. And they've also put in GPT-4 Turbo with vision. In one prompt, you can put in an image and text and get text and then images out. And it can also an access the internet as well. So in one prompt, you could say, go online, look for this data, analyze this data, find something useful about it. Now do me an infographic that displays that data. And that can be all in one prompt. Okay. Which is pretty bloody powerful, I think. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's not quite there yet. We tried it. And if you want your infographic to include text, let's just say it has interesting outputs. <laughs> yeah, we, we tried some of them, didn't we? And then I think the two biggest things that they've announced, so they, oh, those are pretty big in themselves, but they've released these things called GPTs. Mm, which is exciting. But before we move on, yeah. do you not want to know how many tokens supercalifragilisticexpialidocious is? Go on, Paul. <laughs> 11. 11? Right, yeah. so if, if you use big words, then you're using up your yeah. tokens. Yeah. So write like you're writing for the sun, and you'll be all yeah. right. Yeah. And I've just sent you an image of uh, 
of, of the uh, tokenizer with a link, which I, we can put in the description. Yeah, absolutely. <coughs> so so the, the two biggest things, I think, okay, are GPTs or GPTS, as I've been calling them. Jake, mm-hmm. who, who works with us, he calls them just GPTs. So this is yeah. about having your own personalized specific chatbot. So to put it in a, a meat puppet's context, you could train it on, I don't know why you'd ever do this, even though we have, you could train it on what you and me have been saying over the past nine episodes, Paul. Yeah, so it's a really good thing if you ask me. <laughs> and then it'll be able to answer questions based on that. Yeah. Um, and you can limit it. And like another use, we tried this out as well. Um, and we can probably, how comfortable do you feel about putting links to these GPTs up, Paul? Mm, yeah, that's yeah. Great. So we did another one. So a um, piece of software we use a lot is called Ableton, which is a yeah. uh, digital audio workstation software. Yeah. And uh, we uploaded the um, manual as its training data. Yeah. So now you can just query the manual through a, ch- a chatbot. Yeah. Which I think is mega useful. Well, same here. All my, all my manuals at home, I've been thinking about getting that job done. You're obsessed with building, aren't you? You want to know? Yeah, well, I was just thinking I could dump. Yeah, exactly. All of that, just dump it all in uh, Google Drive folder, like all the manuals. Just call it this house. And then, yeah, you yeah. could. And then I can see a future where you can just be, okay, open AI. Yeah. At what setting do I need for cottons? <laughs> yeah. So I don't get shouted at for using the wrong one. <laughs> And then I'm going to tell it to remind me to like put in the colour catcher and all that sort of stuff because, you know, <laughs> get into trouble for that. So welcome back to, <laughs> no te- one to, this, to, know that. to this AI-driven podcast. <laughs> okay, so uh, personalised GPTs is something we've been talking about for ages. And then this gets to the nub of it for me. We were talking about how do we build our own personalised GPT. And that conversation evolved a hell of a lot of programming, a load of time, a load of people. And you know what? I'm really glad we didn't do it because now you can just do it. I know. You don't need to build your own thing for it. And I think this is, they're they're also opening a GPT app store and apparently are going to offer revenue share with people. Yeah. You can sell your GPTs. Yeah. Which is pretty amazing. And I do have to say, I'm not a coder. You know, I've got a re- really rudimentary understanding of Python and a little bit of HTML, not really got anything else. Yeah. And I was able to build a GPT. How long did it take us, Paul? About 20 minutes, if that? Well, the initial build, I mean, it took it, um, well, we we left it scanning. We don't really know how long it took to scan the manual, do we? But the the first iteration was literally minutes. Yeah. Yeah, and I think this is this is as a lot of people are saying November the sixth, which is when it was released, yeah. will be a pivotal day for AI, and we'll look back in twelve months' time and look back at our old selves fumbling around on a phone looking for apps as proper yeah. like using like like using a typewriter. Yeah. Um, so we shall see, but it's a it's a pretty good thing, and the argument that's going on on Reddit at the moment is. People, a load of people going, this is amazing, OpenAI have done this, they've, you know, game changer. And then a load of people who've spent, like, the last three months building apps that are yeah. now utterly useless yeah. are losing their minds. I mean, I think minds. we've had this conversation. Yeah. We, we've referred to it every week, haven't we? Yeah. And this is just a perfect demonstration. <laughs> I mean, but in a big way. In a yeah. big way. In a um, massive way. So we really had to talk about that. 
Um, there have been some other AI news this week. Um, yep. So I think we're going to do that after this sting, I think. Okay. Um, I don't know if my buttons worked. I haven't tried Oh, no. It. I'm going to yeah. press my button. Press Ready? it. Press it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Button works. works. Yes. Um, so, um, Elon, our friend Elon, yeah. uh, this is the first news story. He's launched a chatbot called yeah. Grok. Um, Have you tried it? I, so, <laughs> I went on to try Grok, uh, yeah. who apparently is modeled on, um, and I was going to say Guardians of the Galaxy, but it's not at all Guardians okay. of the Galaxy at all. <laughs> <laughs> You're thinking a group there. Man. I am thinking a group. It's modelled yeah. on. Why well, can't I remember the name of it? Don't know. Oh. Let's go with Guardians of the Galaxy. No, it's, it's not Guardians. Wait there. I need to remember the name of it, Paul. Uh, <laughs> okay. Where the answer the meaning of life and the answer is forty seven. Oh, uh, uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah. yeah, boom. So, so it's Hitchhiker's. It's based on Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, right, not yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy in terms of right, its personality, yeah. because. Um, it's 42, by the way. Is it 42? Did I say 47? Yeah, you okay. said 47. Oh. So, um, <laughs> to get access to Grok, have a guess how you can get access to Grok. Been as Through as Twitter. Elon. Yeah, so you have got you have to, to be... Yeah. Yeah. You've got to be a verified Twitter or X user to yeah. get so early access. How much did he spend on Twitter? He's trying to claw it back any old way. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And it's trained on... Guess what it's trained on? Twitter. Yeah. It's trained on Twitter. All right, cue the hatred. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so I, I did feel bad. As I, as I was editing last week's episode, I did make a comment about Elon's not doing anything in the AI space. And then the next day, <laughs> here yeah. we go. Yeah. Elon, so I don't know whether it's going to affect anything, Grok. You must have been uh, listening. I've seen some people who've been trying it out, but apparently it's meant to have a sense of humor. So apparently it's got two modes. I was listening to a podcast with, uh, with um, um, Elon, yeah. and it's got normal mode. You made it sound like you were sat with Elon Musk listening to a podcast. Then. I was sat with Elon Musk listening to a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> My I mate, mention e, it. I thought e, you might have mentioned it. Well, you know, <laughs> or the big E, as we call him. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? I know. So uh, apparently, <laughs> apparently, it's got two modes. Anyway, was my point. Okay. There's a normal mode, and there's a fun mode. <laughs> oh, oh, that sounds dangerous. It does sound dangerous. So anyway, if anyone is paying to be a verified member of um, X Twitter, you can get on and have a go. But I just refused to sign up. Yeah. And pay for it. And I did see a video yeah. from Matt Wolf where he had decided to pay for it yeah. and sign up and it still didn't let him in. All right. So so anyway, Elon's done something. And there's another part to this story. Um he's going to integrate it apparently into all Teslas. So there's oh. gonna be a local version of it inside Teslas. Okay. So, does that mean Tesla will have a fun mode? <laughs> Well, they already do, don't they? I mean, they do ridiculous things. But I've never, yeah. I've never been inside a Tesla. Oh, they have like fart sounds and all that, don't they? It's bizarre. Well, anyway. when you're driving, you can. Yeah, there's like a whoopee cushion mode. Have you not seen that? No, no, I have not. Yeah, I have not. Well, as much time as me looking at car videos, <laughs> do you? Well, 
Um, Paul will put a link in the description to Whoopi Mode for Teslas because <laughs> I have no yeah. idea what that is. Yeah. Anyway, going uh, back to the fun mode, uh, uh, all I'm seeing is uh, <laughs> driving around in your Tesla and it getting all very political and angry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Twitter's not much fun, is it? You know, it's not. It's not one of the words I'd associate with Twitter. Fun. Yeah. No. <laughs> YouTube. I've got some more AI news. Um. Yeah. So, and again, this is for only for paid users. So, if you're a member right. of YouTube Premium, I am. Oh yeah, I am. Bloody hell! I refuse to years. pay it. I refuse to pay it. You just want to avoid the ads, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. This is mainly aimed at creators. Mm. So it, it'll create real time like um, summaries of your co- of your comments in a com- and a conversational tool, and you can use a bot to answer comments. Yeah. But also just to get an idea of whether people thought your video was a pile of rubbish or really good. <laughs> All right, okay. That's basic. That's basically it. So um, again, I haven't been able to try this. Maybe you can, Paul. Yeah. I'm yeah. Gonna, I'm gonna. I'm gonna give that a whirl. Yeah. I shall. Uh, I shall let you know. And then folded in with that, if you buy YouTube ads, they're now letting you use generative AI to generate your pictures and your text for your ads. Right. Which. On the face of it, I feel like it's a really good thing because you'd think they make them all really SEO compliant and they do good conversions and they use the right text. Mm-hmm. But then if everyone's got access to it... Yeah, same. It's an arms race again, and it? What's yeah. the difference? Yeah. 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 So, But YouTube seemed to be diving really far into AI. This isn't on the list here. But um, I noticed that Amazon are launching their own AI chatbot again. Right. Which I find really weird because they've just invested a shed load in Anthropic yeah. that do Claude. So it seems like everyone's hedging their bets. Yeah. Uh, building their own versions. And yeah, it is it is a little bit of a crazy time. But I think from what we've said at the beginning, OpenAI, everyone was saying that everything had plateaued. And they've just yeah. come out and gone, I'm sorry, I don't think so. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't think so. And the other observation I had was a really cynical one. I think it might just be a big data grab. Which one? All these AI? Open AI. Oh, you mean open AI? Yeah. Okay. I see what you mean. And Chuck it all in. Yeah. So just to explain that. So when you create your custom GPT, which anyone, you have to be a paid member, but anyone can do, is you upload documents to form the knowledge of your GPT. And I just kind of think, if everyone who's got a Plus account is doing that, they, and I'm sure, I haven't read the terms and conditions, but I already know (laughs) that we have to give them access to it, else how would your GPT work? Yeah. Anyone's listening, please read the terms and conditions. We know you're not going to, but we have to say stuff like that. I've just assumed that they're taking all my data. Just assumed that that's what's happening. But (laughs) OpenAI, suddenly I've got, I would say, if people are, Taking the time to build a GPT, you'd hope that the information they're feeding it with is qualified. You know, yeah. it's useful information. Yeah. And there was one little comment, I wish I had it queued up, right at the end of this uh, announcement that they did. And Sam Altman, who runs OpenAI, was there with the CEO of Microsoft, who are basically funding them. And the two things that came out of that was Microsoft basically said, Whatever compute you need, you can have. Doesn't matter how yeah. much it is. Everything you can have, everything you need. 
And there was one little throwaway comment from Sam Altman where he shook the guy's hand from Microsoft and just said, you know, here's here's to get into AGI. Yeah. Wow. So, and, and I think if you have a look at OpenAI's stated mission, they've updated it recently, and it is to get to AGI as quickly as possible. That is their stated mission. Wow. So, you know, I don't know. I mean, Microsoft are pretty big, if you think you've heard of them. Yeah. So, I mean, that that's scary. Uh, and they've got lots of compute. And yeah. loads of money. And yeah. loads of market share. Interestingly, I've I've uh, I've just I, I did mean to put this in the list, but um, so there's a scientist called I I, I will add it and yeah. uh, link in the description. Um, so there's a scientist who says we will reach the singularity by 2031. Ben Gortzel, Gortzel, right. uh, CEO of Singularity Net, who holds a PhD from Temple University. Um, says that we will reach the AI singularity in 2031. And if you don't know what that is, that means the moment we lose control of AI. <laughs> so full-on Skynet Terminator business. Yeah, it's not far oh, It's not far away, that. It's not no. far away. <sighs> Maybe we should open the sock factory and yeah. stop feeding the AI because... Yeah. It only exists because we've bloody created it. Not you and me, Paul. No, no. <laughs> I'm talking about us as in humans. I've created it. Oh. Anyway, I can't think about that for too long because it completely no. melts my brain because I'm like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Can I just add in, actually, next year, and I know this isn't 2031, but next year, um, get a bit political for a second, Next year, I think it's just a little over 2 billion people are going to the polls. It is the oh. most, there is the most elections happening within a 12-month period that have ever happened. Right. So in terms of the, you know, in terms of the landscape of the world, mm. it's going to be very different at the end of 2024. It might all be the same. Yeah. But there's or, the potential yeah. for it to be all very, very different. <clears throat> That's interesting. And... It's that amount of elections happening in an age of deep fakery, you know, and AI. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, let's move on, Martin's yeah, scaring the I, living I out of everyone. <laughs> well, well, and then just I'm going to the final point on that. So I'm yeah. not going to get super political about the kickoffs over the cenotaph at the weekend. Yeah. But the interesting AI thing out of that for me was, so there was a deep fake made of um, um, Sadiq Khan, London mayor uh, saying something that he didn't say right and then the police looked into it and they decided there's not a crime all right okay. there's no crime been committed you know so move on and I was like oh that's that, interesting when they say right okay no crime because they haven't got a crime well they, know, there is no precedent of that kind of crime I think so I think there's nothing so. Nothing in the statute, in the books, and the yeah, there's nothing to. He's like, that says that is a crime. Yeah, I mean, I you know, mm. imagine impersonating somebody is a crime, mm. but they just decided they've just decided it's not a crime. Anyway, mm -hmm. I'm going to move on from that. Yes. Stay a little bit political, in yeah. a good way. Yeah. So the U.S. actor strike is over. Yes. So all our friends in our old world can probably start working again, which is good for them. Yeah, that's good. Um. I've read through the document, and 
it wasn't really about AI. So this was about getting, the rise to strike was more about getting more money for streaming services, getting more residuals yeah. for TV, the usual stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but apparently the big win on AI is that the studios have agreed to ask for permission before they like use your image and likeness in an AI generated kind of way. Well, there you go. Which to me should just be a given. I know. We predicted it, didn't we? Yeah, we did predict it. Yeah. So so that has happened. Um, right, quickly, next one. Mobile phones are finished, Paul. Oh, no. I need to use mine in a bit. <laughs> <laughs> That's at least, according to Humane AI, right. who've um, dropped a new AI-powered piece of hardware. I love it. Which is called the AI pin. Yep. Um <laughs> So just to briefly describe what it... Obviously, the link's in the description. Go and take a look. But yeah. by a pin, they should have called it the AI brooch. Because yeah. that's really what it is. Yeah. And it think is, Star Trek, and I love it. Yeah. Think, <laughs> think little... You know the little Star Trek badge that they tap, and it kind of goes... Bloop. Hey, computer. Bloop. <laughs> um, so, but what it is, is essentially... It is essentially a smartphone without a screen. And instead yeah. of a screen, it has this stuff called laser ink. Right, which is just a laser, <laughs> <laughs> right. but it's got yeah. it's got a, like a laser ink projector in it. It's got a camera, it's got a motion sensor, it's got a depth sensor, yeah, um, and it's obviously got a microphone. It's got speakers, but it's connected to um, OpenAI GPT and performs all the functions you want just through a little tap. Amazing. And you, you project the screen, you project what it shows onto your hand. So you just put your hand in front of it right. and it knows where your hand is and it just projects lasers onto it. Wow. <laughs> and then the gesture control is, so like if you like tilt your arm to the right, it will go to the next page. If you tilt your arm to the left, it'll go to the previous page. You can tilt your arm back and forth. So that's how the control menu works. You, cool. tap, you tap your thumb and your forefinger together and it'll play. That's like hitting enter or space. Mm-hmm. And you ought to have looked into this, Paul. And I just think this might be a little bit of marketing BS. So I'm sorry, yeah. Humane, if it's not. But it says the way the speaker is designed, yeah. when it talks to you, when it gives you a response, it, it only you can hear it. It's like a localized speaker that only creates sound around your head. But what? <laughs> yeah, I know. I knew you'd say that. I knew you'd say that. I haven't actually looked into it. Go on again. But if I'm you watch, have to look it, at that. Yeah, if you watch the promo video, it gives you a, a graphic that when they tap it, this little sound bubble appears around the head. Right. And that's the only place that you can hear it. But I, I can actually see some amazing uses for this. I instantly want one. Yeah. Uh, like uh, Only if you can customise the, the trigger word. I want. I want to be able to say "Hey, computer!" like Star Trek. That's, <laughs> well, that, I don't think all. there is a trigger word. I think you got to tap it. Yeah, I know, but you, you, in Star Trek, they tap it and say, "Computer, do a thing." <laughs> well, I'm sure you can no, train yeah. your own personalized GPT, Paul, to answer to your voice. Going, yes. Do it again. Going, hey, computer. Uh, it was more impressive. I'm not going to make the sound though. It, that was the. That was. The... <laughs> That's sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, anyway, they're, apparently they're out next year, and so there's six hundred ninety nine dollars. It's going to ship on a smartphone considerably. Yeah. Well, flagship ones anyway. They're yeah. really it's, expensive. It's going to ship. Price. It's going to ship in twenty twenty four. Yeah, 
Uh, but you do have to have a $24 monthly subscription through T-Mobile, yeah. which everyone's kind of paying anyway for their data. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, I forgot to mention you can make calls through it right, as well. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you can use it as a phone. Right. It's not a pen, it's a brooch. But I don't yeah. think AI brooch sounds very sexy, does it? No. <laughs> Never does pin, really, but anyway. (laughs) A while back, we did cover um, another AI piece of hardware, but to me, this is the first, it seems like the first sort of mass market AI-specific piece of hardware Mm. that's come out. It's not just an app on your phone. It's kind of all built in. Um, Right, a couple more things. Um, Pinocchio. Um, that's old school. It is. Well, we're not talking about <laughs> like a lying doll with a big right. nose. We've talked a lot about open source models, uh, AI models, generative AI models. And these are ones you can download and run on your own computer. As Paul has found, installing them is not the easiest thing in the world. No. And it's all very codey and updating config files and like changing documents that normally you'd never change. Yeah. You know. A load of developers are laughing now. It's all GitHub and repositories and... Yeah. 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 So uh, Pinocchio is like a little app that you install and it enables you just to install these models with one click. So you can in- install Stable Diffusion through there for creating pictures. Uh, they've got all sorts of stuff. And I've, I've tried a few of them and being a little bit thick, when it comes to coding and updating config files and trying to understand how these things work, for me, it was a godsend. Right. It, it meant that I was able to get things installed. So go and have a look at Pinocchio. Other people have tried this out, and Matt Wolf tried it out, which says to me it should be safe. I was a little bit worried because I was like, this is installing all random stuff on my computer. Mm-hmm. I have no idea yeah. what's going on. Is it just hacking me? Um, but because Matt Wolf reliably says that he's had his mates check it out and the code seems kosher. So do it at your own risk, but we'll put the uh, link in the description. Time Magazine. Paul, Time Magazine, next story. Time Magazine, yep. Um, so each year they do uh, best inventions of the year. And um, obviously this year AI has featured They've announced what their uh, inventions are of the year in 2023. Do you know what they are? Yeah. How many Uh, many are there? uh, In in the AI world, there is 15. Right, okay. So I won't go through them all, but basically you've got Photoshop, Generative AI, which is obvious, uh, OpenAI, ChatGPT4, Runway Gen 2, the AI pin we were just talking about a minute ago. Although, weirdly, it only got released after this uh, inventions came out. So there was another one on there, which kind of hits our world, is Stable Audio, which I think we've talked about a little bit before. Yes. Yeah, so Stable Audio from Stability AI. um, And this is the ability to create music from text. Didn't we tease this last week? I'm sure we did. Did we? I don't know. Oh, can't remember. No, maybe we didn't. No, I think at the end of last week, what we said was, (laughs) right, we're going to do all, we're going to test all that stuff next week. But then OpenAI ah. did something crazy. Yes. So uh, yeah, yeah. now on with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, uh, Stable Audio, which if you were listening last week, you'll know we've had a play and we were meant to show you all what it did last week. Yep. But we didn't do that. 
So we're doing it this week instead. So okay. So after this, right, I'm up to speed now. Yeah, Martin, you got good. there, Paul. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. after this little sting, you'll hear what we recorded last week for full transparency, where we tried this out, and then we'll come back to what we're recording now after that. Totally clear. Sting. Cool. So we we're talking about stable audio just before. Yep. Um, which is stable stability AI's text to audio model. Yes. And you can go onto their site at any point and uh, log in, and you get twenty generations for free. Okay. Which means, yeah, you get up, you get to create up to twenty forty five second pieces of music, or you know noises, if you want, from uh, putting text in. So I had a go. Yes. And, and generated a load. Um, now, Paul's more, let's say, informed and passionate <laughs> about music than me. <laughs> and, I don't know if that's uh, fair, but uh, yeah. <laughs> well, you know. So um, I got excited about a few of these, had some observations. But um, let's, let's, let's just start with something really simple. So the first thing I put in was I thought, oh, we could do with a new sting for the podcast. Yep. So I have tried... We, have we got a new sting for the podcast? No, it didn't work. Oh. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> yes. So um, anyway, so the first thing I put in was the very simple thing to say. I wrote three words, uplifting pop sting. Oh. And I asked for it to generate a 10-second song based on that. Do you want to listen to it? Uh, come on. Is that what you got? Yeah. Yeah, all right, okay. It's so a really, I... really bad version of um, what 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 was the classic thing we'd search for on uh, royalty-free music sites? Corporate, uh, uplifting. Corporate tambourine pop. <laughs> hand claps. Hand claps. <laughs> yeah. Uplifting, yeah. energetic. Oh. That's like my first corporate song, isn't it? That uh, is played it? really badly while falling down the stairs, the stairs. I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so not a great start. So I thought it's probably something to do with the prompt being so short. Yeah, okay. So then I tried piano-driven, uplifting house music build for podcast sting. Ooh. That sounded, felt better to me as a prompt. So I yeah. tried that. Mm. Yeah, honky-tonk house is not a thing. <laughs> It should be though. It <laughs> yeah, maybe should it be. Should. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. So so anyway, I got a little bit bored with trying to create a sting, and they had they had some examples on there. So I started playing around with a few things, and I'm just going to play some examples. So um, I thought, you know what, I'm going to give because I may have mentioned before that I'd done some bad heavy metal in my life and listened to some bad heavy metal in my life and continue <laughs> to listen to some. Bad heavy metal. Um, <laughs> so, this is what I wrote. Heavy metal guitars, drum kit, bass, strings, euphoric, angry riff, moody, raw, epic, sentimental, 125 BPM. No. Right. Now that sounds like my first band rehearsal. Yeah, it does it does have rehearsal vibes, doesn't it? 
where everyone's just playing whatever they want and yeah. not listening to anyone else. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to quickly go through right these. <laughs> I'm going to go through these. So then I thought, all right, I'll try new metal. Maybe heavy metal's a bit old for AI to be dealing with. So I thought I'd try new metal, which I know is old, but new metal. There you go. Oh, what is going on? Um, <laughs> all right, so then I moved straight across to punk, and this is where things started getting better. Okay. Ready? So Ready. punk. So this is pop, punk, guitars, drum, kit, bass, angry, riff, raw, 125 BPM. And I thought, you know what? Not half bad. I can Mm. actually think somewhere you could use that. Yeah. Um, Right. So um, I then sort of tried loads of different stuff. So went for a bit of synth pop. Okay. Not bad, I would say. Not bad. Not bad. Not, not bad. Big, t- big techno. Tech- I've put techno, big synth, riff, build and drop, 808 drum machine, fast bass, sorry, fat bass, synth, unstoppable driving techno. That's what I right. read for this one. <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> Let me just play that again. I love you know, this. Yeah. Word. I have no idea what that was, but I just loved it. So I got excited about that, and I thought, "Oh God, I wonder if it can do solos," because it just oh, seems to okay. just started its own solo in the middle there. Yeah, it did actually, didn't it? Maybe that's where I was going wrong with asking it for rock. Right, okay. Here we go. My word. (laughs) In all fairness... That is probably what I actually sound like when I try to do solos. <laughs> it's just that in my head, it sounds different. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's got those rehearsal room vibes again. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so I'm just going to play one more where I thought it, it, it's just as an observation, it seems to do a lot better to me with more traditional uh, electronic music than it okay. did with anything organic, which you kind of would expect. I'm going to say better, I say more similar to what we're used to listening to. Yeah. So I thought, last blast, I'm going to give it um, do- a breakbeat. Because I thought, you know what? That sounds kind of chopped up and messy anyway. Yeah. So yeah. I thought, I'm going to give that a go. So. <laughs> now, to me, that sounds pretty good. Yeah, the mastering, mastering engineer needs to have a word. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You put your music professional head on it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got it. I got it. <laughs> but to me, I've been trying to create something like that in Ableton for about 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> and absolutely failing. So what I'm desperate to do is take that as a sample and then build on it. Okay. I love it. Absolutely love it. <laughs> well, anyway, we've got, space? but it got me thinking, you know, one of the things we're launching is sample packs. Yes. And um, this is kind of ties into the conversation we were just having about um, replacing what there is now and imagining what there is going forward. As in, you know, is there like some musical genres that we haven't even thought of? You know, like samplers did. When sampling first came out, people were just playing True. with this stuff and doing yeah. what they can with it. Yeah, we did I, talk about it with generative artwork, so, you know, this, yeah. this could be a thing. I, it's just like, it really, really excites me. So there's another music uh, thing called Music Gen, which is from Meta. And I won't talk about this now, but you can, this is one that you can download onto your own computer and run without, so you can make as many iterations as you want. Yeah. As long as uh, you need a certain sort of graphics card, et cetera, et cetera. I'm not going to go into all the technicals of it. But if you manage to get it running, um, I thought I'd just have a play at see if I can generate samples with it. Yeah, okay. Um, and I'm just, and I thought if we were doing a sample set um, without going stupid into music, I thought I was going to create loads of stuff that might work well together. And I thought the easiest thing to start off with would be something to do with lo-fi lo hip-hop. So I'm thinking pianos, strings, bells, weird noises. Yeah. And I just generated 10-second samples. And I genuinely would like to know what you think, Paul. Okay, go on. Hit me. Here we go. So here's a piano in E minor. <clears throat> All right. Here's another piano in E minor. Okay. Here's some strings. Here's a trumpet. I don't think they're bad. No, that's lo-fi hip-hop. Those are actually pretty good. The technical name for them, the name everyone calls them, are song starters. That would be a song starters sample pack. Got you. Got yeah. you. And I, I'm just thinking... But definitely you know, lo-fi. Yeah. So with playing right, to its strengths, you know. Yeah, exactly. So I just thought I, I'd try some of the stuff. Again, trying to think in, thinking of it in a sample way, as in, you know, sample packs. Yeah. Um, and I just I just wrote in chilled groove. Okay. That's the only prompt I gave it. All right, go on, hit me. Yeah, chilled groove. Next, I tried Chilled Loop. Okay. Yeah. I don't think they're bad. No, they're not bad. And so that's, there is one... The, sorry, the, on, the, the lo, that's the local version, yeah? Yeah, this is locally. Just created on my own computer. Mm. Uh, it takes about... For a 10-second one like that, it takes about 60 seconds... To create it, I'm sure if I had a better graphics card, it'd be quicker. So there is one other thing you can do with this as well, which is you can give it a melody and then it will try and create a song based around that melody. So by a melody, I mean something like this. 
well-recognized, out of copyright melody. Yep, yep. And then go, okay, generate me a song out of that. And here you go. You can definitely hear it in there. You can. Can't you? You can. And I also tried this one. So this is out of copyright. Which is Beethoven's Moonlight Sonata. Oh, yes. Um, Here we go. Interesting. It's remixing. Yeah, <laughs> it is remixing, but I was thinking about, you know, if you're creating creating samples around a theme, you can actually guide it through audio. Yeah, interesting. So, through audio and text. So anyway, I got really excited about that. Um, I don't know what you think, Paul, but I was just yeah. thinking, oh. Well, it's, you know, early days. Early yeah. days. Yeah, Yeah, Absolutely. we definitely keep, keep our eye on that. Okay, right, I'm just going to go for a little bit of a sting. So stable audio, eh, Paul? Yeah, come on. <laughs> How do we link back in? Just, just do that. That's that's awesome. Clean, right. smooth. Oh, you've been doing it for yeah. years. Oh, Paul, we had we had fun with stable audio just then, <laughs> didn't we? Just <laughs> didn't we? Just. So that's stable audio. Try it out if you want. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. In uh, this section, we're meant to talk a little bit about what we've actually been doing rather than just AI news. We're almost there in launching our first product. This is a a running theme for everybody, I think. If you're a content creator or launching a new product, is how the hell do you stand out from all the noise? One of the standard ways of doing these things is a thing called a lead magnet, isn't it? Yes. So just want to talk us through that. Yeah, a lead magnet is a product or a service, or some information. It's something that you put out there generally for free, although lead magnets can be a very, very low cost, which is useful to people. So getting something for free, and that puts you in front of them. The idea is people will share it because it's valuable, and we're building a lead magnet at the moment. Yeah, and that's usually in exchange for an email address or... Yeah. Some form of sign up to this or yeah. something yeah. like that. Usually, uh, not always, but usually. Yeah. Obviously, if you start in a business, you, you, you need to earn some money from somewhere. And yeah. the two value bits that we've got in our head is obviously cash in the bank. But then there's also a community building up of people being awareness of your brand. And there's an awful lot of things that are everyday services to people that do not make a profit. Mm. X, you know, Twitter being yeah. one of them. When, when, when I first started finding out about this, I thought it was absolutely crazy. I was like, how yeah. can it be valued at billions of pounds when it doesn't make any money? <laughs> 
can't understand it. But obviously, it's the awareness of it and that it only has to tip a little bit into profit because of the size of the user base Yeah, for it yeah. suddenly to be you know, like a massively <clears throat> profitable company. Yeah. So Spotify have only just made a profit. Yes, ish. Go on. Yeah, I think you've <laughs> well, got stats the, on that, haven't you? I have, yeah. So the company reported a 65 million euros in net income in the three months ending September, um, which was compared to a 166 million euro loss over the same period in 2022. <laughs> okay, so that. yeah, it is a lot. So, you know, yeah. the... These brands exist without really making a huge amount of cash or no cash at all. Yeah, You can grow a company without making a profit. I think we have mentioned it in previous podcasts yeah. anyway. Well, I mean, the simple concept there is um, make sure you become ubiquitous to everybody. Yeah. You know, so grab market share, basically. Grab audience. Yep. Do everything yep. at, at all costs. At all costs, you need audience. Screw the profit. And yeah. then eventually you'll figure out a way of making it profitable later. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe some people become so reliant on your service that you just decide to hold the price. Yeah. And because there's nobody else left in the market, yeah. they're going to use your service. Which actually is pretty much what Spotify did. But yeah. There you go. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Who's on Tidal? Uh, not me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we were talking about, and I know this is just for us at our small startup, but we we're trying to think what our model is. So uh, there is the freemium model. Yep. which is give somebody some stuff for free for a bit, but if they want to make the product actually useful, they're going to have to pay for the extra stuff. Yes. Which I always feel like I'm getting fleeced when that happens. Yeah. I do. It's just like, well, I've got this for free, which is great, but it's pretty useless to me unless I yeah. pay for your higher tier. Well, it's, it's one of those, though, isn't it? I mean, we always used to do that in a in a business context where the things you would get for free, you'd have to spend time building things on top of them. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean. I think if you're a home user, it's not too bad. No, no, you're probably right there, Paul. You're probably right. Yeah, but we were we were looking for our point of difference, and this again is just having uh, we haven't decided on this yet, so it's a bit weird no. having this live on the podcast. Live, like yeah. we're live. We're not live, Martin. We're just recording. Yeah. W w welcome to a shareholder meeting. Welcome to a shareholder <laughs> meeting. But so we we were floating this idea of, and this comes from my flaky artist past. Of um, Radiohead one year released an album. I think it was OK Computer. It might have yeah. been Amnesiac. Can't remember. Or it might have been Hail to the Thief. That doesn't matter. Um, just demonstrating my musical knowledge. Um, yeah, just say all the Radiohead albums. Go on, just, <laughs> and then we'll go through the list. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, let's take a listen to them right now. Um, <laughs> no. No, let's not. So uh, Radiohead released an album and they released it under a pay what you feel scheme. So you could just yeah. download the album for free and not pay yeah. a thing. Yeah. Um, but you could also decide you're going to give them some cash for it. And the weird thing is they made more money using that approach than they would just doing a normal sale. And I know they're Radiohead and they already had an audience. And yes. we are not Radiohead. No. But as far as I can tell, I don't think there's anybody else in this world doing that, this pay what no. you feel. Yeah, it's an interesting thing, isn't it? I think we should definitely explore it. Could just say we're not going to do the U2 thing. <laughs> Don't you remember when they when uh, on iTunes when they just dropped that tune on everyone? Oh yeah, everyone had to have it. <laughs> yeah, they just appeared in their iTunes. Yeah, That's which one is way weird because like people would be offended for getting a free track, but it's like I didn't download that. Why is it on my phone? No, no. I don't even no, like yeah. U2. Don't have, go away, U2. Yeah, get off my phone. <laughs> yeah. But I think this pay what you feel 
It could be a standout. I was talking about this with a mutual friend of ours. And you kind of just think you might, you know, if you're looking for a way to stand out, it'd be like, oh, you know what? It's, it's the pay what you feel, guys. Oh, it's a new thing from the pay what you feel people. You know who I mean. Yeah. I, I tell you what, Paul, it then made me search up paywhatyoufeel.co.uk and .com have not been taken. Oh, no, uh, but we need to have pay, pay what you feel samples, pay what you feel audio, pay what you I don't it, know. It could be paywhatyoufeel.com slash samples. Pay what you feel dot com slash audio. Yeah. Now we're having an SEO conversation. Now we're having everyone. an SEO conversation. <laughs> Maybe we should cut yeah. this one. Should we just actually have a brand called Pay What You Feel? Mm. As in that's the brand. Mm. You know, and if you like, elements of all our different brands could feed into that brand. As in everything on this site is Pay What yeah. You Feel. Everything. Right, okay. Uh, so welcome to the Pay What You Feel podcast, everyone. <laughs> Which we think is the future. Yeah. <laughs> so, so how do they pay what they feel again for now anyway? So as we said, we were looking for a way to stand out and we could use lead magnets. We were looking at um, using a, a, pre a freemium model. But I think this pay what you feel thing, no one seems to be doing it. So I think it's something we're discussing and something we'll be working out over the next week, I imagine. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm just going to play Sting and hit my button again. Okay. Whether OpenAI's App Store, which is meant to be launching in the next week, um, absolutely kills all other app stores, or should I say GPT store, remains to be seen. Um, everyone under the sun seems to be making GPTs for everything. Yeah. Um, which makes me think we shouldn't be doing that, but we have already done two. Um, <laughs> I know. So let's see what next week brings. And hopefully we might have launched our first product next week. Yes. Anyway, you can see us on Twitter, at Meat Puppets Pod. Uh, we're on the YouTube, the Meat Puppets Podcast, and we're on LinkedIn, and we'll probably do some tutorials this week as well. Um, just bringing us back round, Paul, yeah. after we tested uh, Stable Audio. Mm. And as I mentioned before, you get so many generations for free. I ended up round my brother's house because it was his birthday. Um, oh, yeah. When I'm around... Um, let's say non-AI people, normal people, regular people, <laughs> people who have a life other than this. Um, I like to see what they think of stuff and whether yeah. they think it's crazy or not. So I was playing them some of the stable audio we were just listening to before. Yeah. And I had two generations left in my free trial. Okay. So my brother had a go and my sister-in-law had a go. So my brother, I said, what do you want to write in there? So he's, he's asked for... Indie band Manchester 1990s. Right. That's the kind of guy he is. Does he like that kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, fishing out, all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. You, yeah. You ready? This is what I'm it ready. did. And you can kind of hear it. Kind of. Sounds like The Who a bit to me. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. You yeah. can kind of hear a little bit Stone Rosy time. <laughs> plenty of rehearsal rooms that sounded like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Stable Audio is not out of the rehearsal room yet. We just yeah. need to give it six months and then they'll be really yeah. tight. Um, <laughs> so, but then I asked my sister-in-law for a prompt. Last one. Yeah. So this yeah. was last roll of the dice yeah. before I got a pay. And she asked for the prompt... Old people's brass synth. 
And I said to her, are you sure? <laughs> Old people's brass, I get. Chucking synth on the end yeah, is a so, bit weird. So the, the prompt was, old people, brass synth. Right. And this is what it did. Yeah. God. <laughs> you know what that sounds like? Go on. It's like a it's like a walk onto Letterman where everyone's drunk. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it's like it's gone now like, for our next guest. It's gone like full game show. <clears throat> yeah, and that's what I used my last credit for on Stable Audio. <laughs> so thanks to my sister-in-law for that. Um, I don't see anything else other to say than. Um, Bye, Paul. <laughs> All right, bye. Bye. <laughs> Hopefully we can cobble this into something useful. Hopefully. End. Done. Whew. Just that. I just don't know what it's doing. I'm like... <laughs>